This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Ah, What's really good? What's really good? Today, we're going to talk about something that we talk about a lot, structure-based pricing. And we're going to talk about five reasons why a lot of people are afraid of structure-based pricing, why a lot of content creators don't want to go that route. We're kind of beating a dead horse, but I'm sure you have heard some of these excuses. Um, And today we're going to go right into it. We're going to talk about it. First thing we got to do, though, is we got to roll graphics. You know how we roll. We got to roll graphics. Let's do that first. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good if this is your first time on this channel right here? This channel was designed for content creators like yourself that want to turn their passion into profit. We help you get that bag. We help you go from working a nine to five, loving photography and videography to living a life where this is what you do for a living. My name is Ty Turner. I'm a former army combat photographer and the owner of Flash Film Media, one of the most trusted production companies here in the great state of Texas. And today we're going to talk about how to price things, right? Switching over to a different pricing model and understanding why it benefits you as a business owner. Um, We're going to give you five reasons why a lot of old school photographers or videographers don't want to switch over to that method. They are stuck in yesteryear living in a world where they can run around and ask people their budget, even though we live in a world where that's not a comfortable thing to do. When was the last time you were happy about spending money after somebody asked you, how much money did you bring to spend with me today? It's not a good thing to ask. Even at a dealership, at a car dealership, nobody wants to be greeted with somebody asking them, how much money did you bring? How much money do you think you can afford? Can you do, can you even afford one of these? You don't want to go through that. Real quick, I'm going to ask everybody to uh, post their, their where they're from and uh, get your wins ready because we're going to jump into your wins as well because I would love to hear about them. But let's start with the reasons. You know me, I like to get right into it. Oh, first, look, real quick. Two things, two things going on. In the description, there's two new channels. Just launch one because we're moving all of our shorts over to a separate channel. Our shorts channel is there. You can click that, subscribe if you want. If you enjoy our shorts, some of you get them. Some of you probably don't even know. We post shorts damn near daily. So you can join the short channel. And the second is a car channel. I'm a car guy. So if you want to follow me there, if you if you ain't had enough of Ty, there you go. You get some more behind the scenes look at the life of Ty who like cars and all that stuff. So those two channels are there. Feel free to, free to subscribe if you want to. And as you know, as you know, 
These videos are brought to you in part by our sponsor, us, Flash Film Academy. Um, over at Flash Film Academy, we got a few things. We got courses that teach you things. It's kind of what we're going to talk about. And we got contracts. If you are a content creator and you need real contracts designed by four real content creators, go and check that out. Now, a lot of what I'm going to talk about is covered in module one. A lot of people want to know where to start, where to start, where to start. A lot of it's covered there. A whole lot of it's covered there. And in that, in that module, we have a whole chapter dedicated to teaching you how to build structure-based pricing into your business, right? We teach you how to build it into your business and we teach you how to understand how it works for you. Not just as people think structure-based pricing just allows you to offer a price to a client, but what it does is allow you clients to upsell themselves. It makes the sales process easier for you. It makes it easier for you to close sales. And when you provide the client with the right amount of options, you get clients choosing options instead of them saying no. So you close more sales. And when we can make pricing make sense, more people will buy it. It's hard to make something creative make sense. It's hard to make something creative make sense to a client that feel like they may be taking a risk by hiring you. So if you can lay it out for them and you can make it make sense, they'll be more willing to open up their wallets, their pocketbooks, their purses to buy from you. Remember, when you are selling to a business, businesses don't buy off emotional decisions. They buy off logic. So the more logical you can make your pricing, the more they will buy. Think about that. Whenever you approach a business, they don't buy based off emotions. People buy based off emotions. People buy because they like you. People buy because you're cool and they heard about you from such and such and them and yada, yada, yada. People buy for those reasons. Businesses do not. They make logical pur purchases. So I want you to keep that in mind. As you, as you look to work with businesses and getting out of working with people, that's why branding and things like that is extremely important. It's extremely important as you look to build this company. And that's why in the courses, we start you off understanding that. And then we teach you what you need to know to build your brand, to appeal to a company, not your cousin, them, not your mom and them, not all of them. So not all of that, but we want to make sure that you understand how to present your company in a way where other companies feel comfortable working with you. All right. So now that you understand that, let me see. I got a, uh, now that you understand that we can go ahead and move forward. Big shout out to those who are listening on the podcast. If you're not listening on the podcast, you want to check it out. There you go. Content and cash. Sometimes we post podcasts that don't make it to, to uh, YouTube. We have some, some, some good episodes on there. Um, I'll leave that up for a second before we jump into, um, our next one. Secondly, there you go. If you're tired of missing them, there you go. Text list. I'm gonna be honest with you. There's some changes coming Flash from Academy. I don't know if we're going to continue with the live. I don't know if we're going to do less content, but greater content. I don't know yet, but there's going to be some changes coming. I can tell you that. Let's start with number one. The number one reason that people don't want to switch over to con to, to structure-based pricing is it requires uh, work on your end. It's a lot of work. You have to flush out your services and products. Um, and a lot of people don't want to do that, 
right? They want to just wing it. They want to just say, okay, you want this, that, and the other. We can put it together, maybe blah, 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 blah. They don't want to have to focus on what they offer. They don't want to have to take inventory of the, of the systems, of their systems and processes or their services. A lot of y'all don't want to do it because y'all do too much because y'all everywhere. And you, you want to sit back and have a client come to you and you just wing it. Yeah, I guess we can do it for that amount. You want to look at just time as a factor to build it, build a client. And there's a lot more to it than just time. So if you have structure-based pricing for a client, it makes more sense because a client is looking at you and saying, well, you're flying a drone, whether you're standing here with a camera or you're sitting here with a remote control flying a drone why does the price change? It's still an hour of work. How are you trying to charge me more? If you have structure-based pricing, it makes sense to the client because they can see that this equipment is involved. This type of service is different than this type of service. Remember, in their mind, you're showing up with just a camera. That's it. They don't, they don't even think, they think you got a camera with a microphone on top and that's it. Handheld, they don't even think you got a tripod. So it's important that the clients understand what's involved in capturing that image. And a few things help you do that. One is having your pricing structured in a way to explain what the client is getting and what they would be getting if they add more. Number two is it makes you realize you do too much, right? A lot of people are like, I don't want to do structure-based pricing because I do everything and I have a million products because you do too much. You need to do less. You need to focus on an area that you can create products for, right? Wingstop, focus on wings. KFC, focus on chicken. They got different variations of chicken, but they're not trying to do pizza and, you know, Mexican food and Chinese food. They're focused on just Southern style chicken. Look at Chick-fil-A. Look at companies that are coming up, the Raising Canes that focus. They have a very small menu. They focus on that and they, they try to be the best at that, right? Popeye's want to be the best chicken place they can be. You know, KFC and Chick-fil-A, they all have different styles of chicken. You know, it can be a, a northern style. It can be a southern style. It can be, you know, a healthier style. But each of them have a very small menu that they focus on. McDonald's is burgers. So you have, you can't do everything. I know you have a camera that can capture a lot of stuff, but you can't do everything. Just like KFC got a stove that can cook everything. McDonald's got a deep fryer. They can deep fry everything, but you have to focus on one thing and one niche and you have to do it well in and out. Uh, we ain't going to talk about in and out, bro. That's gross. Um, you know, team white castle, team Waterburger. We talked about that, but anyway, so a lot of people don't want to, to, to focus on one thing. They think that by having more, they appeal to more people. And they can bring in more clients. And that is absolutely incorrect. Because if you're starting a business and mom and pop didn't give you $150,000, $200,000 to go start your business, more than likely you don't have the money needed to develop and market everything you do. However, if you dump all your, I know they say don't dump all your eggs in one basket, but if you dump everything and focusing on one type of thing, you can build a brand, um, develop a marketing strategy and be successful. Think about it like this. When you're a content creator, if you get the same type of client in front of you over and over again with the same issues, the same objections, you'll be able to close those um, 
those sales more often. You'll be able to overcome those objections more often. You'll have proof. Like, listen, the last three guys said they had that problem. This is what we did for them. If you can continue to do that, you become more consistent. Remember, switching from that to your job, switching from your job to starting your company, is not about getting three or four big sales per year. It's becoming consistent with closing Consistent with bringing people into your trap. Consistent with trapping people and closing sales. So it's not about getting a million dollars from one client. It's about getting 100,000 from 10 clients, which is more than doable if you understand, if your brand is focused to go after a specific audience, a specific customer type, and then you have experience closing those customers. So that's what we want to get you doing, being used to closing those customers. If I'm, if I'm a roofing company, and a hailstorm come through and everybody got hail damage, I understand what that client is going through enough where I know how to approach them. I know what they need before they open their mouth. I know how to assist them. I know what steps to help them take to get their homeowner's insurance to do the paperwork. I know what steps to help them take if they don't have insurance and we need to go through a financing company. I know what they need. If I do all kind of roofing, we do shingles and blah, blah, blah. We do crazy roofs. It's difficult for me to approach that type of client and be successful. But if my brand was designed to fix hell damage, hell damage roofs, man, as soon as a storm come through, I am balling out of control because I can consistently close, 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 close. So be mindful of that as you start your company, your brand, your business. Be very specific and intentional. You get a lot more in life when you make up your mind and decide, this is what I want. I'm going after it. This is the person I want to be with. I'm going after her. This is where I want to work. I'm going after that job. I'm going to create my whole resume around appealing to this business, to this job, to this position. When you just willy-nilly in the wind, well, whatever happens, happens. You don't control your destiny. You don't control where you go in life and you just end up wherever. And now you're mad and sad because it's not what you wanted. The truth is you didn't have what it takes to go and get. You didn't have what it takes to first make the decision that this is what I want until you didn't have what it takes to go get it. So now you're stuck with whatever. So don't don't complain. Um, Number three, number three reason people or or. Content creators don't want to focus on um, structure-based pricing is it requires you to focus on the brand that you present to your client. You can't, you can no longer present this half-assed photography company that's just John's photography. Um, most people say if you ask, if you don't ask for a budget up front, um, you know, you could be pitching a client four hundred dollars worth of stuff where they could probably have a thousand dollars to spend. Uh, the thing is this though. You should offer enough products where if a client wanted to ball out, the sky is the limit. Um, you know, a lot of people think that they they missing money. A lot of people think that they, you know, they ain't going to get all the bread. One, you don't have to ask. A client knows they're there to spend money depending on the brand that's in front of them. You don't go to Tiffany's and think you're about to get a cheap earring. You go to Tiffany's to cut a check. You go see you know, a, a jeweler to spend money. If not, you go buy some jewelry from Walmart. Now, if I'm buying jewelry from Walmart, I expect to spend 50, 60, $70. If I go see Jacob, the jeweler, I expect to spend a lot of money. Well, why is that? Because Walmart has built a brand around value and being cheap, 
being inexpensive and affordable. And Jacob, the jeweler has built a brand around being expensive, being a luxury exclusive item. So build your brand to be that. A lot of y'all don't want to invest in your company. Y'all think that buying new gear and lenses will make you look appealing to a client who don't give a damn about your, your equipment. Just like you don't give a damn about the deep fryer in the back of McDonald's. It can be the super deep fryer 2000, or it can be last year's model, the super deep fryer 900. You don't know the difference. You don't taste the difference from your fries. You don't care. So what you need to do is understand what your niche is, understand what audience that appeals to, and then invest in things that they find valuable. They find these things valuable. Edifying pursuits. Good looking out in the super chat, bro. Branding is key. You have to understand. Let me give you an example, right? Let's talk about understanding your audience. You got to have a niche first. Look at, I like to compare these two companies a lot. Look at Sprite, look at Mountain Dew, right? They're both soft drinks. They're both pops, Cokes, Colas, whatever you, wherever you are in the country or the world, whatever you call it. I'm from Detroit. We call it pop. Some people call it Coke or whatever. Everything's a Coke to people down here, but they appeal to two different audiences. Mountain Dew is usually a dude dirt biking, skateboarding. Sprite is usually a dude in the hood, breakdancing, basketball player. It's a different, it's a different, one is more suburban, one is more urban. They understand who their audience is. By doing taste tests, they learn that, hey, people who look like this or typically are involved in this lifestyle or from these areas like this taste over this taste. Knowing that allows them to market towards that demographic. Mountain Dew going to go get Tony Hawk. Hey, it's, it's, it's valuable for them to spend a million dollars with Tony Hawk to do a commercial. Just like it's valuable for Sprite to spend a million dollars to get LeBron James to do a commercial. They understand who their target audience is. They get it. And when you understand, when, when you understand that as a business owner, you learn how to print money. When you understand that as a content creator who's picked a niche, who say, I want to focus on doing just this. Now we know who likes this, who's going to pay money for this. Now we can build our brand to focus on that client. Period. You can't, you can't sell a cheeseburger to a person that eats salads. You can't sell meat to a vegan. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's nothing you can do. You wasting money trying to go out, trying to convince that vegan that burgers are it and vice versa. But if you understand that your audience don't eat meat, we can change a lot about our brand to appeal to the vegans. We may even change our color scheme. We may even say, okay, we need to go from being red and brown. We need to go to being green. We need to go. We need to change our logo to appeal to people who don't eat meat. A lot of you guys have logos, color schemes, company names that don't appeal to your client. Your client don't like it. It's something about being explosive media that don't appeal to the doctors you want to work with. It's something about being, you know, shoot them up, you know, production company that don't appeal to the kids hospitals you're trying to get a job with. Don't work like that. Because a lot of you guys run into this. You got a cool name that's cool to you. Color scheme that's cool to you. Logo that's cool to you. And your target audience don't like it. And that's why you can't close a lot of sales. That's why people say it's important to know 
that's why people say you don't know what you don't know. We talk about that big time here because we got to go back and strip all that stuff now. Who is your who is your who is your business name for? If you don't have a niche and you got a business name, you're doing it wrong. If you got a logo, if you got a company name, if you got an LLC and you don't have a niche, listen to me. You're going to have problems. You've done it wrong. You are you're going to have a lot of problems because you did it backwards. You picked a brand that you liked, but you are not your target client. You think the owner of Sprite is sitting back drinking Sprites all day? No, probably not. You are not your target audience. Your mom and them ain't your target audience. So they can tell you that your logo dope, your colors are straight. They're not your target audience. They're not buying from you. They want to support you the best way they can, but they're not buying from you. That's just your family. They're just being supportive. They're not buying from you. They barely share your stuff. They share more stuff with Kim Kardashian than they do of yours any day. Because guess what? They are Kim Kardashian's target audience. They're not your target audience. So if you haven't done the research to understand who would buy something that I've decided to create, you shouldn't even have a company name yet. And if you do, I got bad news for you. You're going to have to do some backtracking, but you don't know what you don't know. That's what I'm here for. Um, number five. Number five reason a lot of people, a lot of content creators don't switch over to, to structure based pricing is they're stuck in their ways. It's simply because they don't understand the method. They don't understand the method that they're currently using is no longer current. Um, it worked in the 80s. It worked in the 90s. It don't work no more. As a business owner, you need to be flexible. And if you're a small business, there's no reason why you shouldn't be flexible. There's no reason why you shouldn't be coming out with new products and doing stuff really fast. You're not a big company like GE that got to go through all this process and changing departments and paperwork and moving money and blah, 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 blah to come out with a new screwdriver. Like you shouldn't have to do that. For you as a one man band, hey, we're going to do this, period. We off. Small boats turn way faster than big boats. Speed boats can turn around and go the other direction long before the order gets sent to a big old cruise ship that they need to do a U-turn. They need six miles to do a U-turn. So you're a small ship. You need to make the turn. <laughs> he said, if you got a bad name, it's DBA time. It may be DBA time. You don't know what you don't know. Those are one of the things that people take courses and they hate me, but they love me afterwards. Because once you build that brand to appeal to that audience, the hardest part of your life right now becomes easy. The number one thing, where clients at? How do I get more sales? How do I get more clients? You don't look like you want to get more sales and clients. That's why you ain't got none. I can't look at your business and decide what you do well. I don't know what you sell. That's the problem that clients are having when they look at your business. I don't know what you do. You might do what we need. You might not. But I'm not spending money. I'm not spending $10,000 for somebody that might do it when I can go get somebody there and this is all they do. People, the more the money go up, and listen to me, this is, this is a, it's real important that you get this in life, in life in general. The bigger the dollar amount, the more people want a specialist. You said it again. The bigger the dollar amount, the more people want a specialist. So if you want to make more money doing what you're doing, you need to specialize. That's why neurologists make more money than general practice doctors. When they kick you off to that specialist, oh, they're getting a big check. 
your general doctor is getting decent money. That's why your your health insurance approve you 48 visits a, a year, but won't prove you one visit to go see a foot doctor. You got to go through him first. He got to say yes, and then we can send you because that's going to be a bigger check. Specialists make more money because they they are the best at what they do. So you need to specialize in something. Specializing in just photography is not good enough anymore. It's no longer good enough. So you need more than that. That's, That's why we teach you how to shrink your vision, how to go into one thing and then go get beta clients to help support that, to give you the research and development you need. So extremely important that you understand those five things. Let me go over them real quick one more time. And then we're going to bring on the gold members that's in the room chilling. Um, we'll get that popping real quick. We're going to go over the, uh, we're going to go over the Five things real quick. Give my gold members a chance to jump in. If you're not a gold member, there you go. Jump on. Jump on that thing. If you're not a gold member, there you go. This is what we'll do. Let me, let's go over the five things. Or No, let's do this. We haven't done this in a while. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back and go over the five things and then get with the gold members. All my gold members, make sure y'all logged in. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Real good question. Um, Maverick said, how do I figure out how do I figure out what to specialize in? I'm used to doing everything. Well, and of course we talk about a few things, right? There's, there's a few things that helps us with this decision. One is understanding what you like to do. What do you like to do? What is it that you're good at? Two is understanding where you are in the world. You like, you could like film and surf videos and be in the middle of Colorado somewhere. Like, how is that going to help you? Right. So those are two things you really need to understand. And three, you need to understand how to research what's what's popping in your area. Right. What's popping in your area? What's moving? What kind of industries are your town or city or country known for? Because you may be sitting on a gold mine of something you're not crazy about doing, but your phone is just blowing up. I've been there before. So in the course, we talk about a lot of that. We talk about that and how to build your brand to appeal to those companies and where to look. So it's it's not a it's funny because a lot of questions aren't. I, I wish I can be like, yeah, boom, how to get clients do this. It's not that easy. Like business ain't that easy. If you think it is, you may not want to be in business, but it's not that easy. I'm, that's why companies are billion dollar companies. And it's just not that easy to just decide because I. I buy a lot. I can just go into business. If you're not trying to learn about how to go into business, you're not going to be successful. Just like the million people who think they can buy low and sell high. And that's all it is to business. It don't work like that. You have to learn about business. You have to learn about systems and process and how things work in order to be successful. If you think just because you can take a pretty picture, you're unique and you're great. You're not. Your ability to solve a client's project with a cinematic solution, manage that project and deliver makes you more valuable than anybody who can take just a picture. Because guess what? I can hire you. You can't hire the person that solves the problem. I can hire a camera guy. Camera guys are a dime a dozen. Your gear, I can rent it. I can get all of that. What they can't hire and rent is the problem solver. So being a problem solver that understands how to look at a problem that a client is having, because they'll pay to alleviate pain. Pain causes companies to pay money. 
right? Pain causes companies to say, I got to do something. We got to fix this. I don't care what it costs. Let's fix it. Pain causes people to do that. By me being able to look at that pain, just like you go to a doctor and write a prescription for that, makes me valuable. Then my ability to create the content also makes me valuable. But guess what? I can hire a cameraman. We can rent some gear. Can't hire the brains of the operation. And that's where the money at. Some of you have just been cameramen. Didn't get a big check. Didn't get a whole lot of money. You got a portion of the big pie. Because all you did was something that we could have did with a tripod almost. So you can continue to be a cameraman if you want. Go work for your news station. Maybe top out at 60000 Maybe. And be there from 5 in the morning to, to 12 at night. Maybe. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, real quick, let me go to five reasons. Then we're going to jump to our gold members to see up here about wins. Um, and then we're going to go into the after hours. So let's do this. Uh, number one, it requires you to work on your end to flush out your services um, and your products. Some people don't want to take inventory. They don't want to sit down and think of what do I do? What all? What are all the things that I do? A lot of people don't want to do it. Number two, it makes you realize that you do too much. It requires you to focus on one area. Absolutely. You're not McDonald's. You can't afford to offer a menu McDonald's can afford to do. You know how much money they spend in research and development before they decide to go into an industry so they can know how many um, fish sandwiches sell on a regular so they don't have a bunch go bad? Do you know how, how many fish sandwiches they've bought where they can accumulate enough? Um, they can lower the cost of a fish sandwich so if they lose a certain amount of them, they still make a profit. A lot of people aren't thinking about that. So you you can't do what they do. Not yet. Start off like Coca-Cola. One drink, one size. Here we go. One drink, one size. That's all we got. We're going to offer that. Um, Number three is it focuses, it, it, it requires you to focus on the brand that you actually present to your client. If you look like trash, you're not going to make money. The same way you don't want to buy food from a dirty, stinky ass restaurant. You don't want to buy food from a place where they don't want to sweep their floors and mop their floors and their kitchen stink. Nobody want to buy video and content from a $20 website. You showing up looking like a hippie, you know, you stank, you musty, you terrible. But you talking about I got 4K. Nobody cares. In business, it's how you present yourself, your phone calls, your, your websites, your emails, anything that they can look at you and put a value to is what matters. And if you have not taken the time to invest in that, you're going to be a, a broke guy with a camera or broke girl with a camera. It is what it is. Scoot out the way, because when I send my paperwork and my proposal through and my stuff is well written and nice and I got a video on it. And mine say 27,000 and you were scared to send yours for 2,700 and they book me because they know what they're getting because it's not hard to tell. And they, and they see that this is what we do. I don't feel sorry for you. You are where you deserve to be. You are where you deserve to be. Master the brand said my beta client told me so much today. I'm more than grateful. We spoke about how COVID-19 impacted their business based on. When numbers rise, slow season is December through January. That's something that you would have had to have been in business for 10 years to understand. And all you had to do is have one conversation with a beta client. That's all you had to do. Um, next one. Um, number four reason why, you know, 
People aren't switching to structure-based pricing because they feel like they they leaving money on the table for not by not asking for a budget. When you walk into Lexus, you're not leaving there spending nothing less than what forty five, and that's generous. Maybe used section. You're not you're not walking away out of a Lexus dealership without spending fifty, and you're gonna have roll down windows. You're gonna have roll down with windows, pleather seats, and you know you ain't gonna be happy. You're going to spend 80 to be happy. I tell you all the time, people are like, well, what if they got a huge budget? And what if they yada, yada, yada? Go to Apple's website. Their cheapest product that they offer is a school version of a iPad, which is $249. Their highest product, if you max out a MacBook Pro with the screens and everything, is well over 60000 for one product. So... They range in a way where you can spend whatever you want. Go for it. You need to make sure that your products are list out, listed out that way. Yeah, man, we can come shoot some B-roll for an hour. Or we can shoot a commercial in six different locations with an eight-man crew and drone footage and teleprompters and yada, yada, yada. You need to make sure your pricing is structured that way. Number five um, is people stuck in their ways. Right. What's worked for them in 1987, they feel like it's going to continue to work for them, which they're really just lazy on growing as a business person because they're not shooting with 1985 gear. If you still got a 5D Mark one and you running around asking about what's people's budget. OK, I feel you You're still shooting film and you want to ask budgets. Hey, you may be really stuck in your ways. Um, That's on you. That's on you. Structure-based pricing makes your pricing make sense, period. If it's logical, clients can see where you're adding cost, they will purchase it. And one last thing I say all the time, super gem alert, I say all the time, and I'm going to punch you in the throat with this again. Usually, when I've presented a sheet to a client with my pricing structure, the clients usually add more than they take away because they have. I didn't know you do that. I didn't know I can get a teleprompter. I didn't know I can add this. I didn't know I can do a voiceover. I didn't know I can do draw. because you forget to pitch everything. They add more stuff. This is not a BS line. I'm giving you more times than not. I've turned $2,000 clients into eight or $9,000 clients because they see things that I may have forgotten to pitch them and they click and check those boxes and they can take that to their manager, their boss, whoever controls the money and say, this is why we need more money. We need to do X, Y, and Z. Do you see it here? Yes, I see it. We are going to release the funds so that you can do that. It makes sense to the client. You pitching it don't. Uh, we may be able to, uh, well, that's funny. If they added two of those services is a thousand dollars, but the third one is only 1200. I'm gonna throw that in for 1200. Well, if they're going for 200, why are we paying a thousand dollars for the first two? Shouldn't our total be 600? Well, we did that as a courtesy or discount. That don't make sense. That's that that's people are losing, losing trust in your brand. You're having integrity issues now. People are like, I don't know about that. But if you have it structured where they can see it, it makes sense. And when you give people options, people will say, you know what? Let's take this off instead of no. 
People will say, let's take that off and move this to that. And we'll come back and get that later. Instead of no, if you're saying it's 5,000 and that's it, no, that's easy. We only, we only got 4,000 to work with. You presented me with five. No. So now you either got to backpedal on your price and offer the same amount of labor for $1,000 less, which is the dumbest thing you can possibly do in all of business. Or, or you can present a sheet with your pricing and allow them to remove things. Just like when you go to McDonald's and you order a bunch of crap and you ain't got the money, you got to take the six piece nugget off. You got to take, you got to, I can't do supersize. Let's go down to a regular fry, this, that, and the other. So structure allows you to do that thing. Um, Tim asks, do you put your entire price sheet in your proposal? So I have proposals that are dedicated to specific job types. I have, I don't have one proposal. It's not a one size fit all. We do three things. And within those three things, we have proposals for each one that have specific upsells in that area. You don't see a lot of my photography upsells on my video stuff. We do offer photography as a upsell to the video. We offer video as a upsell to the photography. But you won't see everything. It's not a one size fit all because my because I know who I'm working with and I know what products we offer, what services we offer. I have upsells based on each product. So you should have multiple pricing sheets. Um, There you go. As far as reviewing websites, we have a section in the gold member area of the community where you can post it and get feedback. There you go. Um, so let's bring on let's bring on our our our, uh, our gold members and let's talk about their wins for the week, real quick. What's going on, everybody? Let's see if we can pop that in. There we go. Boom. How y'all feeling? Everybody, all muted up. Y'all can unmute whenever you're ready. Hello, oh, no, man. What's going on? Well, I just got back from a shoot in, in Naples. Okay. So dumping footage right now. Okay. Okay. How'd that go? It went good. It's with the it's with a client. Um they're a it's the owner of a oh gosh, I'm I'm tired, so I'm spacing. It's the owner of a uh Jesus, what's it called? A real estate a brokerage oh. in in uh Canada, okay. but he's moved down to florida and since his video team is all the way in canada he needs somebody to shoot his videos <laughs> that works how often is he in the area is it something that's like he, he's often in the area i mean he lives he lives in naples which is about three hours away from here and so it's it's been this is our third shoot with him so it's like every couple of months they've been calling to go down there and and shoot videos for their marketing content and training content okay that's so that's a good that's a good situation that's a good long term yeah, relationship. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Uh, did you structure base structure base pricing that that client? Did they get a chance to pick and choose with? Yeah. You? So basically, yeah, it's structure base, and really they're just and really they just need guy with a camera and teleprompter. So it's real simple for them. They're like they know what that they know what they want, and it's like oh you got this, you got this, you got this. Okay, price is good. Go shoot it. Yep. Yep. Come back, upload the footage. I tell so it's real simple. I tell people all the time. Often I get clients that can't afford certain things, but because they got the list, they come back later. Like, yo, we got to get this, this, and this this time. We've opened up the, you know, we've opened up the floodgates. We opened up the wallet. They come back and do it. Jim, good looking out on the super chat. Jim will sit there right there in front of me and just send a whole super chat. Like he ain't on the screen with me right now. 
Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> just slick with it. I'm, Big I, money, I have Jim. the same excuse as Alex. He just took all the thunder, except for I had a different client. How'd that go? I was late, so everything was rushed. I'm like, oh my gosh. I've set these high standards for myself showing up on here. I'm <laughs> like, before anybody goes, get this crap unpacked. Do you got do you, do you got to you, are you are you rocking a second camera setup? Can we take a moment to show to show our view? There which, we go. Which oh. camera are we talking oh, about? Oh, okay. Three. We're going through. Oh, why you gotta stop? <laughs> I like it. So <laughs> next time I'm gonna get a drone just outside the house and just flying over just and just a shot of it just to be just to have three or four shots. I ain't mad at it. That's what you I ain't mad at it at all. I love it. Jim's outside in the snow. That's not an uh, it's not an infinity wall or whatever. He's literally in the snow right now. That's the dedication. It's funny, I should hook up our security surveillance cameras <laughs> and live stream beat it. That would be dope. But people will be looking for you. You gotta the internet is a weird place, so you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. And tell me about your win. You said you had a win or just finished with a client or I just finished with a client. It was um, it was funny though, though, one of the national marketing firms that I reached out to, I'm sorry, I missed most of what you're talking about, oh, but you're good, you're good. I think it follows suit with it because, um, one of our national clients, uh, reached out to us and said that they have a guy that wants to do this shoot, but we'd like you guys to do the editing. And they sent me the email and he, it was one of those emails that was, well, it's going to be between this and this to shoot. It's going to be this, this, to, you know, for all, and I'm thinking, Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so you just kind of pick a number out of the air for people all the time. I, I don't understand why my client or our mutually shared client is coming to me to do the work now. Um, cause <laughs> she just, just asked, you know, could you uh, do the editing? And, I, and she said, what's the rate? And I said, Oh, it's the same as it is in all our other quotes. If you just look down in you know, our just hourly rate, if you want to do it like that, it's a hundred bucks an hour. So like okay, perfect. So, I but, and that's where the structure base really helped us out. Can't tell you how many clients I've stolen from people that was on the fence. It's like we got an exact number with you. They're saying it could be we won't get a bill until after we're done shooting, and we got an exact number with you. And if anything, that number will go down because we're gonna say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna plot you out for eight hours if we get done in six. There you go. No, you know. So yeah, it definitely. find that email. I should send. I should not send it to you, but I could tell you. I mean, it was pretty drastic. The wide range that this individual had put in there, and I thought, wow, you get away with that, huh? Why? Why put your client through so much confusion? They're trying to. They're trying to choose between you and three other people. Why? Why put them through that stress when you can be the person that's exact? And it shows that you know what you're doing if you can come in and say, okay. Here, this, that, and the other. Imagine if you went to two different doctors and a doctor says, oh, your recovery time will be uh, two to 12 weeks. And you had a client and you had another doctor say, you should be good in six weeks. Six weeks, you should be back walking. No doubt about it. You can go yeah, with that they doctor. said the shoot should be between 1,600 and 2,400. That's a big deal. B-roll, 3,200 to 4,800. Editing, 3,200 to 6,400. And I'm like, Wow, that's those are some big swings. That's a big gap. All I could think of was that um, movie where he's where he always says, "Swing on, Meryl." Signs, <laughs> <laughs> like just swing on, Meryl. Swing on. That's that's a big gap, man. That's a lot of 
your your budget it's easy like because the gap is so big your budget can be anywhere in that range and i do not want to be a client that's crossing their fingers hoping that they don't go over their budget in the shoot like can you imagine that's like going to a restaurant and the prices aren't on the menu and you're on a date and you like uh you know uh <laughs> like like waiter give me a hint like what this uh steak is I have a real life experience of being burned. We had a, uh, an attorney for a company I was buying and he said, you know, oh, it won't cost anything more than 5,000. And I said, okay, so let us, and then, and then it says that if he gets close to there, he's supposed to let us know the day before the signing. He's like, yeah, we're up over 13,000. You still want to do this? And I'm like, what? How do we, uh-huh. get, how do we get it? Uh-huh. Wait a second. So I have course, questions. Right. <laughs> well, it was it was more of the blackmail of the. Well, are you going to be able to afford this? And all I said was, "Yeah, I'll have the five thousand dollar check right. for you." Uh, you. signing, which I brought, and then I took him to court, and the judge said, "Are you out of your mind?" <laughs> so we ended up not having to pay the rest, but it was like he never even told us. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's just, just yeah, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing. I, I I don't like to put my clients in that situation. I don't like to be in that situation. I because you know businesses usually they have a a certain budget. Like I said, they're logical companies. If we spend this amount, we know what we can make with the videos. If we can get it for this price, so they're they're going to be pretty logical companies. They will spend the money if it makes sense. So don't balloon the price on them. They'll never come back to you. The name of this game is 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 to have clients come back and refer you. Remember, we sell something that clients need over and over and over again. It's not a a one time thing. Video and photos and you know they aren't a one time thing. They need content every single day. So don't burn that bridge because you haven't taken the time to figure out what it is you do. To put your menu together and do the work on your company because you're too lazy to create the system and the process. I, t- I said it on this channel. If you watch this channel, I said it 20 times. McDonald's is going to kiosks not because they want to eliminate people and jobs, because they want to eliminate the chance of you leaving that, that register, that front desk, without having the ability to try to upsell you on everything they sell. Before you click, when you click your food, it's asking you, what do you want to add to it? Yes. Even look at look at Uber and DoorDash. What's great about it is not that they deliver the food, but that they upsell you with every order. Do you want to add this? You know, most people who buy this, buy that. Most people who buy a cheeseburger, get an apple pie. Do you want to supersize it? Do you want to get express delivery? Do you want to tip? They even upsell you on the tip. Most people tip 15%. Why are you tipping 3%? So they are kiosks and computers and going through a sales process is excellent at upselling you on things. As soon as you go to Amazon, it's popping up with all kinds of stuff. They think you might have bought. Most people who bought this bought that. Most people who looked at this like that. You know, so that's what's great about today's world from a business standpoint. You don't have to rely on a person to be your top salesman because they remember to offer everything you have, um, you know, you have kiosks and apps and things like that, that will help upsell 
everything you offer to the client. So make sure when you're presenting proposals to the client, you're also doing that. You will see a 30 to 40 to 60% increase in what you make per shoot when you do that. Like, like that was one of the little things. Um, it wasn't the fact that I closed more sales. It was the fact that I understood how to sell more to the clients I was getting, how to get the most out of the clients. And it wasn't that I was robbing or jipping them or tricking them into buying more. Half of them didn't even know we we so we offered the stuff we offered because I would feel bad about what about this? Now, we also offer that. And then after that, we got instead of just presenting them with a sheet and letting them go through it and check what they wanted. You don't want to be in that situation. It makes sales so much easier, so much easier. Um, Lisa, I got. Big win. My first client is high on my supply. We're doing a commercial that's going to be ran on TV and Facebook ad campaign. That is a huge win. Huge win. Um, Tim says, quick question. Inflation is, is reality. Who here is raising prices on certain things because um, because it ain't, wait, because of it ate you or just keeping things as is? You should be raising prices every year regardless of inflation. Prices should not always stay the same. Don't be afraid to go up on prices. Nobody around you is. The only person complaining about inflation is those who can't pay it. Netflix is still going to go up an extra dollar or two every other year. It is what it is. Like things will continue to get expensive. And it's, that's just life. So as a business owner, that's not a bad thing. In fact, I'm going to increase my prices based off where I think uh, inflation will be between now and the next time I can increase my prices. I'm not going to increase my prices for inflation of today because then you're already behind the curve. Where do I think things will be in 2025? That's where my prices are going. So by the time I'm there, I'm ready. But by the time it's time to make another change, I'm ready. So if you're really good at what you do, people will buy it. I had somebody, uh, I was in, um, I was in Walgreens the other day and seen oxygen in a can selling like crazy. I had, somebody gave me a gift of oxygen in a can. I thought it was dope. I used it, but I wouldn't buy it. Oxygen in a can. So it was selling out. I was like, I thought it was like a gag gift, but it was selling. People were buying it. Oxygen in the, look it up. Oxygen in a can. So. It's it's rough. It's rough. Any other any other wins, guys? Before we go to the after hours, I got one for you. Oh, let's hear it. All right. So uh, I went and met with a client Friday for lunch, and uh, I'm sitting here. And I'm thinking, man, I've got the things that 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 they called me to to purchase, and then I'm gonna do. In addition to that, I'm gonna do the beta stuff with some video and some photos for them to update their website. Right. And then over the course of the conversation, they're talking about things I had not even thought about selling. And I'm like, I don't even know how to price that. I'm thinking to myself. Right. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I step back, let me research it, figure out how, how to do this for y'all. And wow. Wow, the, uh, the the market data that that I found with uh, probably about a half day's worth of research is going. It, it's it's really just going to completely change what I have to offer, 
and you know, it is scalable. That's the scary thing. It is so scalable. So it's not even, you know, the stuff that I was trying to sell, which I was like, hey, this is going to work out great. This is now is uh, like uh, just it, 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 it's <laughs> it's so much it's so much more that than I walked in for because they really they they wanted something I had not even even pondered about. I was like, oh no, that, that, that that's not important. And then they're like, hey, this is important to us. I, I, I that, that that was how the conversation went, but. It was something that was important to them, but was not important to me before I walked into the conversation. I learned something completely changing everything that, uh, or is completely changing my approach to how things get done. And so that, that is just mind boggling for me. That's what's great about the, I'm telling you, the beta clients change your perspective on business because there are things that you just, you will not know. You cannot guess these things. There's things that you will not know until you speak to somebody who is in that position. You just don't know. I, it's funny because I've, I've had friends that played in the NFL, right? And there are things that I learned for them about the NFL that I have never learned. And I'm talking about, I've been a sideline photographer. There's things that you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. I've played organized sports. There's just things that you just like, wow, I never even considered that. Um, so having the experience of someone who lives that life will help your business out tremendously. Now, those upsells they gave you, you start offering the clients, they're going to make you an extra 10, 20, 30 percent minimum for the next year, for the next for, for however long you're in business because you got more upsells. Um, Ali asks, what are some good services we can add to our structure based pricing? That depends on what your niche is. That depends on what they value. They have to tell you that. I can't tell you that. I wish I'm it's it's not something that any YouTuber or anybody can advise. You have to get that from your beta client. Because depending on where you are, what you sell and who values it will determine you know what you should offer. So, you know, a, a guy who don't play golf don't give a damn about golf clubs. He don't care about golf shoes. He don't care about the tees, the ball. He don't care about none of that stuff. Somebody who plays golf will pay top dollar for some golf balls that they about to hit off into the woods. So, you know, there you go. Um, Cameron, uh, Ty, I'm an audio guy coming over video world. I plan on producing music videos, uh, as content for organizations Would the master course help me with this. Yes. It'll also help you that music videos. It'll help you by telling you that music videos may not be the route to go. Um, however, if we, we can tweak that, I'm gonna show you how we're going to tweak that. Right. Hold on. Stand by guys. I'm about to go full screen. I got to go full screen on this one. Let me show you how we're going to tweak that. I'm going to show you this is a gym alert, and I got to give it a minute to settle in. All my music video guys that want to shoot music videos and switch over that in business, they're called highlight videos, and they work well for events. There you go. So all my music video guys, they, they got this background in music videos. In business, they're called highlight videos. And companies use them to promote their events, promote their new store openings, promote their locations, promote something fun that they did that they want to invite others to. Now, you know, and no one's half the battle, but music videos themselves 
are not as profitable unless you have a relationship with a record label that has a budget for music videos. If you're talking directly to an artist, there's a good chance you're not making no money on it. However, businesses that want clips edited to music to promote something, they like highlight videos. See that little tweak? You don't know what you don't know. But knowing that has shifted you from a $300 music video where you're shooting for three days, 20 locations, guns in your face, strippers tripping over cameras, you know, liquor all in your lens because they want to do that and all that crap for $300 has taken you over to a highlight video that's going to be in one location for six to eight hours that would make you two to $10,000 at an event that that company is probably going to hold annually or quarterly or monthly, which means it keeps bringing you money. There you go. Same skill set, different term, a whole lot more money. But this in mind, you got to build that brand to appeal to clients that are looking for highlight videos. So you can't just go out here and say, my mindset has changed, but my brand is still what it was. I want to go make money. It doesn't work like that. You can't change a McDonald's to a gourmet burger joint, leave the building the same, leave the tile on the floor the same, the posters, and think you about to just sell uh, $12 burgers. Not happening, chief. Companies are having a hard time doing it. Look at Kia, right? Look at Hyundai. They're creating great, great products, but they, they just can't compete with Mercedes on a price level because they've been known as the cheap guy. So what they do, they create another brand. This is Genesis. You mean Hyundai Genesis? No, just Genesis. Oh, now we can ch charge 80000 for a car. So you have to create the brand that appeals to a different target audience. There you go. Those are, again, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to uppercut you with this all day. We talk about that like, we talk about that like crazy here, here. And here, a lot of these questions I get, we go into full detail in those three. So my gold members told me to keep punching y'all in the throat because they tired of sitting through it. <laughs> they, they say they tired of sitting through the same question for the 18th time. We even talk about some here. So I'm just going to punch you in the throat like that. Um, Make sure you get your brand together. If you have not, if you've invested in just gear, you ain't doing enough. You ain't even close. All right, let me go back to my gold members because we about to go to the we about to go to the after hour. Any other any other wins? Or y'all ready to go to the after hour? Y'all can be honest with me. All right, I know what it is. Okay, sit by. We can sit sit by. We're gonna get ready to go. I see what it is. Now, as soon as I as soon as I get off the screen, forty eight people jumping in the room. Watch. So stand by. All right, let me say this. We're gonna end on this. Listen, structure based pricing is something you have to do. But guess what? Just like a lot of stuff on this channel that we talk about individually, you still need to have your stuff together before you get there. You still need to have other things in place before you get there. That is why we talk about, you know, that's why we talk about a lot of different things. There's a lot of different moving pieces to a business, but you need to do some things in order. That's why I'm punching you on the throat with courses because I get the people that ask me questions and they ain't fixed the foundation. That's why I'm not about to sit here and take it from A to Z every single day or every single week with people who are jumping in at different parts when you need to go and you need to build the whole business. 
Structure-based pricing is something you should be doing in 2022. You should have been doing this since 2017, to be honest with you, 2016. You should have been doing it from the moment you've understood what your target audience is and what they look like. Understanding your target audience will help with a lot of things like marketing. Well, who am I marketing to? I don't know. What are you selling? Who, who, who wants to buy what you sell and what do they do? Because if they play golf, it's a lot cheaper for me to get in front of some golf advertisements than it is for me to flood Facebook. Understanding who you're selling to makes your ability to close sales so much more easier. Then I don't get that same question every week of how do I get clients, Ty? How do I, how do I close deals, Ty? Ty, how do I, where the clients at? Understanding that. Understanding who you're trying to sell to makes life a lot easier. A few quick questions popping in. Um, how can I shoot testimonials as a niche? It depends who you're shooting them for and what type of testimonials, right? You can shoot. It's just it, testimonials is such a broad range. Understanding who you're shooting them for helps. There's testimonials in the tech world. There's testimonials in um, healthcare. Understanding who you're shooting them for will really help you understand where to look because there are some some companies have marketing companies that makes those decisions. Some companies have smaller departments. We got to we got to look at we got to be snipers. We got to stop being machine guns. We got to be snipers. Um let's see. Tim, they got Tim, we got a whole course right here. Tim Zags uh need to jump off Structure-based pricing, can someone here share their structure? we got a whole course on that, bro, that talks about it. It even gives you a calculator. There is a calculator that comes with the course where you can plug in your numbers and get pricing. There you go. It's a whole lot of information because if you don't have, if you don't have your niches together, structure-based pricing won't help you. If you don't have your niche together, if you don't know who your target audience is, if you don't have beta clients, structure-based pricing is, should be in one ear and out the other. If you haven't designed your brand to go after a specific target, structure-based pricing should mean nothing to you. Just going to be real with you. It's just like a, a, you know, it's just like an alternator means nothing for you if you ain't driving a car. It's, you know, you can want a big, beefy, bad alternator, but if you ain't driving a car, you don't really need to worry about an alternator. You got to find out how to get a car first. So with that being said, um, Hey, be safe. I'll see you guys next week. Check out the uh, description below. Two new channels, which is one is just the shorts. If because we're about to start taking shorts off this channel, moving them to the other channel. Make sure you subscribe. The other is just my personal car channel. If you like cars and you want to see me uh, doing all kind of crazy stuff, um, there you go. So with that being said, I will see you guys in the next video. Be safe and uh, bring them wins in next week. Want to definitely hear about them. All my gold members, stand by. Cause you know how it's about to go down and after hours is about to be raw and unfiltered. All right, guys, be safe. And I'll see y'all in the next video. You've been listening to content and cash, a flash film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.